It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents... Locked on sports today. The Dolphins and Ravens are fighting for the top seed in a crowded AFC playoff picture. Also, the Saints and Bucks are set to battle over who gets to win the NFC South. And regardless of the loss this past Monday, the Niners are the best team in the NFL. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. There's getting to the top of the mountain, and then there's staying there. The Baltimore Ravens put the bang thing on the San Francisco 49ers on Monday night. And they look like the best team in the NFL, except now they have to go prove it against the Miami Dolphins, a team that they are battling in the AFC for that number one overall seed in a game that could go a long way to determining who's going to be that number one overall seed. Kevin Ostreicher joins me now from Locked on Ravens. And Kevin, uh, the interesting thing for Baltimore here to me is they're now playing a Miami Dolphins team that takes a lot of concepts from this San Francisco offense. And it was the defense that made the difference on Monday night. So how much do you think playing the 49ers sets the Ravens up for success in this one? Well, I think it's something that a lot of teams talk about and it's being battle tested. And I think this was the ultimate test for the Ravens coming into this game. San Francisco kind of had that best team in the NFL Around them, everybody was talking about them. And obviously, the disrespect from the national media coming in. The Ravens definitely have something to prove. They got to feel a little bit for the 49ers. They did did everything right. They were complimentary of the Ravens. Debo was talking well about Lamar. But here comes Mike Florio talking all this mess about the Ravens. (laughs) And San Francisco is looking at this thing like, oh, no. They, They knew it was coming. And look, San Francisco is a good team. And I think that just because Baltimore did this to them, again, doesn't diminish how good a team like San Francisco has been, a team like Detroit, who the Ravens blew out. They blew out Seattle as well. The Ravens are just that good right now. So we talked, especially on Lockdown Ravens, about how coming out of the bye, they had a gauntlet of games. They had to play the Rams, who right now might be looking like the second-best team in the NFC with how Matthew Stafford's balling out. But then you had primetime games, Jacksonville and San Francisco, but now it's Miami and Pittsburgh to round out the season. Baltimore has a lot of momentum right now. And at this point, I'm not really sure what can stop them. Well, it could be an offense that looks unstoppable at, at most points in this season. 
Um, we'll see what the health is of Jalen Waddle this week. Tyree Kill also has been battling injuries. Um, for, for the Ravens, they found creative ways, interesting ways to stifle this 49ers offense. We know the Ravens can score when they need to score. Lamar Jackson right now, the favorite for MVP for a reason. And the Ravens are favored in this game. Three and a half point favorites at home against the Miami Dolphins. So defensively, what do you think Baltimore can do to slow down an offense that we've seen when it's clicking is as potent and dynamic as any that we have in the NFL? Yeah, from a defensive perspective for the Ravens, at the time of this recording, it's unlikely Jalen Waddle is going to be able to suit up for the Dolphins. So at that point, it's make literally anybody else beat you. You know, mm. you know what Tyree Kill can do, and that's the guy you don't want to beat you because you know that he can. Bracket coverage, cloud covers, yeah, whatever you want to do. <laughs> and that's exactly it. There's no blueprint because, look, if there's a blueprint, teams will be doing it. Tyree Kill is that good. Now, I think what the Ravens can do and what they've been doing all season is the red zone efficiency. They're the third best red zone defense in the NFL right now. Mm. And part of their mantra is you can take the short stuff, you can take the intermediate stuff. And when you get down inside our 30, inside our 20, we're going to tighten up and hold you to either three points or no points, like we saw a couple of times against the 49ers. And they trust that an offense led by Lamar Jackson with Zay Flowers and all those playmakers can defeat a team that's only kicking field goals and turning the ball over. It's been a formula yeah. for success. And it's been the thing that the Ravens have done. It's the, the classic bend don't break as many people call it throughout the league. Baltimore certainly does that. They also don't let teams beat them deep. I think they've been beaten literally probably once all season that Jamal, at Jamal Agnew touchdown against Jackson been the week 15. They like to play too high. They like, again, take the short stuff, take the immediate stuff. You're not going to beat us deep. Now Miami can be explosive. The Ravens saw that firsthand week two of last season when the Dolphins put up 28 in the fourth quarter to win 42 to 38. I'm sure they have that game on their mind. Defensive coordinator Mike McDonald said that they haven't talked about it. I'm not sure how true that is, but I do think that the Ravens, they know what's at stake, number one seed, and the path is simple. Winning your in, and this team is locked in 100%. Stay up to date all year on the Baltimore Ravens by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Ravens on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, who will take the NFC South? The Saints and Bucks meet this Sunday to find out. Before we get to that, the Browns did whatever they wanted on Thursday Night Football. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also a lot of weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunities to increase your payout. We have another Saturday NFL game this week, and it's a big one in the NFC. The Cowboys host the Lions, both teams trying to prove to the rest of the league that they're serious. FanDuel likes the Cowboys by four and a half in this one. You can also combine bets for a bigger payout. Same game parlay is a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today, here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. 
The New York Jets had zero answers for anything the Cleveland Browns did on Thursday night as the Brownies cruised to a 37-20 win, and even that is closer than the game really was. The win clinches a guaranteed playoff spot for Cleveland, and they have, and this is true, Joe Flacco to thank for it. Flacco became the first player in NFL history to have 250 passing yards and multiple passing touchdowns in each of his first five games with the franchise. The Browns got a pick six from Ronnie Hickman to give them a 20-7 lead. And that felt like the nail in the coffin, even that early, for the Jets, who were starting Trevor Simeon at quarterback. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers on the sideline. Technically on the roster, but you know. In the ongoing effort to replace Kirk Cousins, who's out for the season with an Achilles injury, the Vikings are once again changing signal callers. Nick Mullins headed to the bench. Jaron Hall will get the start against the Packers this Sunday night. Coach Kevin O'Connell confirmed the fourth quarterback change from Minnesota since week eight. When Kirk Cousins tore his Achilles, Mullins went 0 for 2 while throwing for 714 yards and four touchdowns along with six interceptions. The losses pushed the Vikings to the edge of the NFC playoff picture, and they now have a 19.8% chance to clinch a postseason berth, according to ESPN's Football Power Index. This is a loser-leaves-town match between the Packers and the Vikings on Sunday night football. First time, candidates Julius Peppers and Antonio Gates join nine returning finalists to advance to the final stage of voting for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Class of 2024. Peppers and Gates were announced Wednesday as finalists in their first year of eligibility. They'll be joined on the 15-player ballot by five-time finalist wide receiver Torrey Holt and Wedgie Rain. Seven other players return as finalists with Patrick Willis, Andre Johnson, Dwight Freeney, Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Darren Woodson, and Devin Hester. All back to this stage in voting. The Mavericks aren't the only NBA team that is expected to change majority owners. Mark Laurie and Alex Rodriguez are expected to exercise their option to acquire controlling ownership interests of the NBA's Minnesota Timberwolves and the WNBA's Lynx as soon as Thursday, according to a report. Their share in the franchise will increase to 80% with the purchase. This filing is expected to close a process that began in April of 2022 for the pair to purchase the Timberwolves and the Lynx in installments from former owner Glenn Taylor. The Jazz and Pelicans squared off in New Orleans. David Locke along with Ron Boone with you as the Utah Jazz fall tonight in the loss to the New Orleans Pelicans. And Ron, Jazz really, they play hard. They did a lot of things really, really well tonight. I, I, they were just a little looser with the basketball than I think we've seen them in a little while. There's probably... When you go back and watch film, there's more possessions tonight that I think the Jazz probably regret that they didn't play as well as they could. There's a late ball, there's a late game play in which it gets reviewed where Jordan throws an outlet to Lowry kind of automatically. There's a few passes across up. Frankly, the Pelicans didn't take a great deal of advantage of those. They had 10 steals. I think they only had four points off those, four or five points, but they are wasted possessions by the Jazz in a night where just one or two possessions on the road really matter. Here is another story you need to know. The Saints and Bucks are set to battle over who gets to win the NFC South. I am James Yarko, one of the hosts of Locked on Bucks. 
joined by the infamous Ross Jackson, the host of Locked on Saints. You could check out both of us on those shows five days a week on YouTube or your favorite podcatcher of choice. I think for the Bucks, they need to not read their own press clippings. There's been nice. a lot of praise yeah. heaped on this team over the last month and especially Baker Mayfield over the last two weeks. And then you had the story of Devin White, who all of a sudden is inactive against the Green Bay Packers and there's conflicting reports. Was it his foot or was it his ego? Why is he inactive and then he comes out and he's pff's highest graded linebacker for week 16 for an absolutely stellar performance against the jacksonville jaguars forced two turnovers had uh you know should have had one and a half sacks one got taken away on one of the worst roughing the passer penalties uh that i think even you would agree uh we have ever seen um so they need to make sure that they stay focused and and keep the mentality that they've had over the last month. They have not clinched anything yet. They cannot get, you know, start swelling up and thinking, okay, all of a sudden, four in a row, it's it's easy street now. No, got to stay focused, got to keep putting together wins. And even with a loss to the Saints, they can still win the division, mm -hmm. but you don't want to you don't want to have to clinch in the final week because anything can happen there. So for the Bucks, keep doing what they've been doing and don't, you know, don't get too um too big of a head over yeah, the course yeah. of, of what has happened. So what what do you see happening in this one? What is your uh what is your final score prediction here, Ross? Yeah, I think we get to finally say kind of like good night to the Saints season after this week. I, I think that the Bucks are the better team going into this one. Uh, I think New Orleans is remarkably talented, and they're one of those teams that has the ability when everything goes perfectly to beat a lot of teams in the NFL, to hang with some of the best in the NFL. But that's just not going to happen. That's not the way that the game of football works. You have to be able to manage adversity, and the Saints have not shown a propensity to be able to do that on a consistent basis so i'm taking the new orleans saints to lose this game and i would take them to lose this game potentially by multiple scores something like 34 to 21 34 to 20 something like that like i i don't think that this new orleans saints team is going to come into this game ready the way that tampa will come into this game ready knowing that if they win this game they're in uh that's huge for me in terms of the mentality of this one yeah i i Pretty much agree with you uh, across the board on that one. I do see the Bucks coming in super focused and ready to win this this game, clinch that division, and quiet a lot of the doubters that they had leading up to the season and most of the season. I see the Bucks winning this one probably 27 to 13, 27 to 14 mm -hmm. right there in that range. But real quick, Ross, you and I talked after our last crossover that we mm -hmm. were going to do a bet on this game where if the Saints won, I was going to have to wear a Michael Thomas shirt. And then after our crossover, one of your listeners reached out to David and said that they needed David to come back because I had the audacity to refer to Taysom Hill as Diet Tebow. Uh, something, you know, that is that is my equivalent to, to your Mike Evans, do it yes, for the yes. meme. I yep. have called Taysom Hill Diet Tebow for a long time. Yeah. So I felt that the the fitting one would be I would have to wear a Taysom Hill shirt. But nice. if the Bucks won, you had to wear a Mike Evans Mike shirt. Evans. But it seems yeah. it seems like you're not really ready to pull the trigger on that one coming into this week. No, I, I I was I was all about it when I thought this game was going to be interesting. I don't think this game is going to be very interesting uh, in terms of in terms of the competition between the two teams. I think the game will be interesting, but you know what I mean. Uh, but but here's what I would be willing to do. 
why don't we put something on we could do the same thing but put it on mike evans scoring a touchdown maybe mike evans and baker mayfield hitting that two touchdown mark i think two touchdowns in a game is kind of hard to ask for uh and everything it's just that would be like a little unfair to you but i would definitely go with the mike evans touchdown in this game that, that's maybe a little bit weighted against me but i like it coming up the 49ers are still the number one team in the nfl The Niners have been questioned, and the loss to the Ravens revived them, but as Mike Renner points out to Ross Jackson on Renner Rank, San Francisco is still the team to beat. It is the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. And so that yeah. means <laughs> Super Bowl from last year. No Eagles, no Chiefs in my top five mm. right now. They're just mm -hmm. not playing up to snuff, right? They, they truly yeah. are. don't look like top five teams at the moment. And that's what we have to base it on. We can't go off past history, even though these are, those are talented rosters. This 49ers team right now looks like an absolute house. I mean, yeah. at full strength. Oh, man. And obviously, with some of the injury histories of people on that roster, that's a knock on wood sort of thing to say at full strength with the 49ers. But at full strength, they're a steamroller, man. They have yeah. been blowing teams out. That offense just has your head spinning as a defensive coordinator. It's like, Okay, we take away Christian McCaffrey. Then they throw screens to Debo Samuel. Okay, we took away Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. Brandon Ayuk, you can't cover him one-on-one. -on -one, so what do you do about him? Well, now we got a guy who can cover Brandon Ayuk one-on-one. -on -one. George Kittle sprinting down the field for 60 yards on you. You just have no <laughs> options if you're a defensive coordinator. Take away one thing. They beat you somewhere else. And oh, by the way, they had the best play caller in the NFL doing it <laughs> to get to all those guys. Yeah. And then on the flip side of the ball, Chase Young, Nick Bosa, is uh, they fleeced the Washington Commanders to get Chase Young at the deadline. And then Nick Bosa is obviously just one of probably three, you know, tier one of pass rushers in the NFL, along with mm -hmm. Parsons, Miles Garrett. You don't block him single. You can't single block him. He's going to take over games if you do that. That's just, that's a tough team to beat right now. Here's the thing. Even go back to the game against the Baltimore Ravens. The 49ers put up 429 yards of offense. I know they only scored 19 points. But that's because they turned the ball over, something that Brock Purdy has not really done all season and certainly not on this level. Four interceptions for him, another interception for backup Sam Darnold when Brock Purdy was benched. Don't say he was injured, he was benched. They still got whatever they wanted on offense, 6.3 yards per play. And if not for the turnovers, Baltimore would never have scored 33 points. They only put together 343 yards of offense. Now, they didn't need as many yards to score. 5.4 yards per play, though. And that's a, a fine number. It's not an elite number. 6.3 is an elite number for the San Francisco offense. This offense is still tremendous even when they turn the ball over. All you have to do is not have a bedwetting performance turning the ball over and you're going to be fine. So if it takes like crazy outlier turnover performances to beat this 49ers team, then I think we have our answer. They are the best team in the league. And finally, something about the state of Florida and college football. A few years back, UCF finished the year undefeated and claimed the national championship. Now Florida State is saying the same thing. Seminoles quarterback Brock Glenn said the Seminoles should absolutely be considered national champions if they end the season as the only undefeated Power 5 team in college football. He's got some teammates agreeing with him. Linebacker Kalen DeLoach said, nothing else needs to be said if we're the only undefeated team. I mean, tell them they're wrong. How are you going to tell them they're wrong? That's, that's what the process is 
telling us, right, if they are the only undefeated team, then they should be the national title champions, right? That's how it's worked for time immemorial. I guess we'll see. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, with only one week left in the NFL season, will the NFL playoff picture be any clearer? Well, I guess we'll find out. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.